Hey, it's John John here. Just wanted to talk about a few things about today's episode. Here at Talk Shop, we always try to bring new ways to inspire people into taking massive action. So I'm excited to announce that we are releasing a mini series titled Up and Coming Greatness. On these episodes, we'll have a chat with some local talent and learn about their current trek to the top. Hope you like it. Enjoy. I played basketball with Wayne Gretzky. I went to high school with a Stanley Cup winner. I studied the Torah, and I've been arrested for uh, beating up on a car. So which beating beating up on a car? So let's let me recap. So you played, beat up someone on a car? No, beating up on a car. Beating up on a car. Okay. With a baseball bat. You know. Oh, okay. Talk Shop Podcast, an uncensored look into the life of a UFO with real and raw interviews with field leaders, up-and-coming stars, and seasoned veterans, where you learn as we talk shop. I'm here with my collaborators, Andrew Chi and Jen Mickey Lam. Hi! Uh, we have an amazing <laughs> guest here today. We actually cracked open a bottle of wine. For me, I'm on <laughs> detox right now, so a bottle of OPC3. Uh, but this individual is someone that we look up to a lot within our team here in Toronto. This guy is making waves. He hails from the banking industry. And I don't want to say too much because he's going to talk about his origin story as well. But ladies and gentlemen, our master coordinator, Bruno Falvo. Hello, yes. Thank you for that amazing introduction, John. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, let's dig into a little bit. You know, Bruno, okay, Bruno, you're infamous for, for, for sharing... Your, your your story when you open up the UBPs, right? Yes. Um, and you know you're known for sharing the fact that you wanted to be an RCMP officer. That's correct. And then they found some stuff um, with your with your dad yeah. linking to some people in Italy. He had some questionable affiliations. Questionable. Yes. So, so let's talk about that for let's a second. Talk about <laughs> what was questionable what about. about his affiliations? Yes. Uh, uh, the, you know what? Oddly enough, they didn't give me the the specific details, but. Mm. Uh, <laughs> here's 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 some back background story. My father came over here with two other brothers, mm -hmm. okay? And there was a fourth brother who stayed in Italy, did not emigrate, mm -hmm. okay? And he was actually the one that had the issues oh. with his affiliations. And I think uh, my father, God rest his soul, he's gone now, but he mm. he and the other brothers were leaving that life. They wanted to create a life here mm. in Canada and I'm not going to say my father was an angel mm. I don't think he was <laughs> uh, but the the real issues as far as the RCMP was concerned was with my uncle mm -hmm. who never who never left and so they basically said to me your your father has through family has some affiliations that mm. we're not very comfortable with yeah and that's why I I chose to be a banker instead of a gangster. <laughs> gangster. Are you allowed to banker. say what type of uh, business was run in Italy? Well, I know that I know that uh, boy. You guys really are digging, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's the talk shop. It's the shit, you know. I know like, that. Okay, so my father and his brothers back in the homeland, they were involved in winemaking. Okay. So Just right away, what's when that you're code for? Yeah. alcohol yeah. code for yeah. there you go. <laughs> whenever you're dealing in alcohol, there's going to be a, an element of uh, you know control, uh -huh. uh, yeah. hierarchy. Uh, some people want to call it mafia, whatever you want to uh, call it. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. But okay. Uh, so right, and then they also owned olive oil fields, uh, oh. trees, wow. trees. So there you go. You got the two, <laughs> wow. the two most uh, bastardized and criminalized. <laughs> Elements of Italian culture, right there. Yeah. Olive oil cartel. Uh, olive oil and wine, yeah. Uh -huh. So there you go. Need I say more? I mean, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> well, the worst we've got here is maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's another nectar of the gods. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So my. Awesome. So as I say in my UVP, that this is all true. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not holding anything back here. Uh, I did not want to get into banking. I wanted to be an RCMP officer. I really did. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I had to settle for. Uh, you know the criminal industry we know is banking. <laughs> How did you get into banking anyway? Did you just like wake I up just and like, started I'm a to uh, now? yeah, good good question. I just started to apply for jobs and back then there was no online avenue for applying for jobs. You had to basically hit the pavement. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I would go downtown and back then the TD Center was already around. The First Canadian Place was already around. Mm -hmm. CABC's tower there was already there. Mm -hmm. uh, Commerce Court, they call it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just started knocking on doors, dropping off resumes. Oh, wow. and uh, yeah. yeah, nobody does that anymore. Now yeah. you just send it through email. And mind you, it's a little more... Um, how should I say it's more detail in what they extract from you information wise mm. today because mm. they ask you a lot of questions before they review See your resume yeah, yeah. Mm. so that's how I got into banking and uh, how'd you like it like you loved it right you know what <clears throat> I, I did and I didn't I mean the first 10 years was kind of the wow factor yeah mm. okay don't forget I was there 35 years in banking mm. wow. so the first 10 years was there was the wow factor then you start to realize fairly quickly that uh, you know this ain't gonna make me rich mm. okay I'm basically getting paid to work several hours a day and go home and mm. do the same thing over and yeah. over again but you had the suit and everything yeah the suit the tie you know you look good yeah. you meet people but what was your role for the bank when I first uh, started I was a credit credit administrator basically collecting uh, money for uh, people that traded in margin accounts mm -hmm. when they bought securities. Does mm -hmm. anybody not know what a margin account is? No. Oh boy, we could spend a whole other <laughs> we could spend a whole other podcast on that. So yeah. it was a credit department. We used to it was basically collecting money for people that bought stocks mm -hmm. using loans. Mm -hmm. You can do that. Mm -hmm. You can still do that today. And sometimes they didn't pay on time, so we we had to collect so that you'd money. Be at their front the door. Well, through yeah. the phone. <laughs> through the phone, yeah. <laughs> we'd make phone calls. Yeah. Uh, and then over the years, uh, moved up and in the middle, so I'd say the first 10 years was the wow factor. The second 10 to 15 was, I want to kill myself and get out of this. <laughs> and then the last 10 years was very interesting because I got into, that's when I became a director. I got into uh, structured finance mm. and that's organized crime. That's <laughs> organized crime. I, I'm telling you, you want to talk about a Ponzi scheme? Yes. Yeah. Or a structured finance is a Ponzi scheme wow. that's legalized. Okay. Okay. What are you allowed to talk about? What Absolutely. To Whatever you want to talk about. Why is it a well, Ponzi You've heard of Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff uh, made off with a lot of people's money. But Bernie Madoff uh, created this Ponzi scheme yes. where he was selling shares in a hedge fund uh -huh. that didn't exist. Okay. And he was using new money to pay off people that were exiting. Mm. Okay? Mm. That's what a Ponzi scheme yeah. is. Mm -hmm. uh, well... The, the, the structured finance world is all about tax efficiency. Mm -hmm. See, all of a sudden, it's okay to say tax efficiency as long as you don't say tax evasion. Mm. So tax efficiency is okay. Mm. It's really the same thing in my books. Yeah. But in the banking world, they say tax efficiency because right. it sounds better, right? <laughs> so that's the name of the game, ultimately. You wow. set up these structured transactions yeah. that involving multiple companies and numbered com we, we call them special purpose vehicles mm -hmm. and it's all about hiding money so you don't pay taxes wow. Wow. and that's how I got involved in uh, the latter part of my career in banking and it's a Ponzi scheme wow. it is there's no other way to put it mm. but it's legal and wealthy people uh, have found these structures to be very helpful in their in their you know, desire to evade taxes. Mm -hmm. Oops. Be, 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 be tax efficient. Oops. Did I say evade? Oh, sorry. I think we, you know, it's, Bruno's a great, great guy to know because uh, we, uh, we, we want to be tax efficient as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. There's yeah. all kinds of ways. Yeah. So, uh, so that was, that was why it was yeah. interesting to me, but I, I helped with, with a team of people do this. Mm -hmm. uh, we helped many extremely wealthy people uh, save literally millions of dollars wow. in taxes. I have a question. So, Shoot. Uh, I call it the dream phase. The dream of, phase, Of okay. working. Is yes. that yes. eventually, like, during the first maybe, maybe it's even three months or three years or even 10 years is when people feel like, oh my gosh, I can't, I, I can't believe I'm working for this company. I can't believe I'm working for that company. Mm. I can't believe I'm working for banking. But what made you flip that switch? Like, why am I working here? Like, mm. what, this, I find it's one specific event that it was. Changes it? it was. I'm glad you asked that yeah. question. It was a. I went to an Amway meeting. Oh. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. Really. Taboo. Amway. Yeah. Oops. No, it's cool. Um, <laughs> so, so a good friend of mine brought me to an Amway meeting, because I, at that point, I've already started to get turned off by the working world. Okay, I didn't like the forty. The 40 yeah, I didn't know what it was back then, mm -hmm. but I just didn't like my situation. Mm -hmm. 
And lo and behold, I brought, got brought to an Amway meeting where it opened me up to the whole idea of, of doing something else mm. to augment your income, right. mm-hmm. to help you create more wealth. And uh, I was at Amway for about maybe four years, close to four years. Mm. I became a direct distributor which in that world is about the same level as an executive coordinator, oh. but much more difficult to attain. Oh. Much more, my goodness. When I think about the amount of work it took yeah. to get What's to a direct, exec- a direct is a breakaway, right? No, a direct distributor is your first, that's your first check. Uh-huh. Oh. That's really your first check. Right. But uh-huh. to get there, you have to, I mean, I can't remember the numbers exactly but you had to be creating a lot of volume mm. and signing up a lot of people mm. like it's just it, you have to time it in a month or something yeah and you have to yeah you cannot you cannot uh your points mm. they call them pv mm-hmm. in that world yeah your points don't carry over after uh, a month they flush. disappear wow. yeah yeah and uh so it, it was really difficult to to get that first level mm. but but after that, what started to happen, unfortunately, maybe fortunately, because <laughs> mm, not, not, it's not the greatest uh, scheme in the world, but what happened after that is people started to not keep up with the team building, yeah. and the whole thing just starts to collapse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the breakaways are an interesting f- phenomenon. In, in the true multi-level marketing world, breakaways are people you sponsored that are doing better than you are yeah. and because they are they take them away from you which absolutely makes no sense at all yeah, right. yeah. you know you probably help them to attain that success yeah. and yet they're taken away from you mm. so long story short after uh, that three or four year period my whole team collapsed mm. uh, the other thing to remember in that world is you had to carry all kinds of inventory mm. because let's pretend I sponsored John mm. and you sponsored everybody else in this room you have to buy you from me yeah she has to buy from you andrew has to buy from her oh, yeah. and so on it's right. just a complete there's a tracking system oh yeah that's how they used to track it before you know computerization well i think they still do it that way today you have to carry wow, inventory right. yeah oh. you, you have to carry no you have to carry inventory heard they got a website now <laughs> <laughs> amway's got a website Ooh. That's different. wow do you think if you came across like the business or even like network marketing multi-level marketing in your first like 10 years like the wow the wow 10 years like you would have still like absolutely because you see you were brought up in those days to i was in a traditional household my parents said you have to go to school you have to go to university Mm -hmm. you got to get a job then you get married Then bada boom, bada bing, you got kids. <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> and you get you get you get swept up into this forty-five year plan. You get so the last thing on your mind is you let me do something else mm. on the side. Yeah. Mm. That's the last thing on your mind. Mm. It really is. Mm. So yeah, I think if I had seen it sooner, I wish I had seen Market America in 1991, mm. 92, when we first uh, when Lori and I first moved into our condo. Mm. My God, where I'd be today. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's why they say build it when you don't need it. Well, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Was Absolutely. Amway your only network marketing company? Yes. Yeah. Before, well, well yes, yes. Yeah. Before Market America, but, you know, mm-hmm. clearly not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, definitely not the same. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. So were you always looking for something? Always. When I hit that, that, that point in my life where I wanted to do something else, yeah, mm. I was always in search... And I tried different things. I got involved in in uh, slum landlording mm. with the wrong people for a few years, and yeah. that didn't turn out too well, so got out of that. Mm-hmm. I even uh, threw my hat in the ring for a, um, what do you call those things? Those, uh, in, that, in those days, they used to call them block investments. Mm. Okay, so block investment. I need... Like land banking? No, it was basically, I'll let you figure it out okay. as I build it here. So All somebody right. starts off a block. All right. And that person invites. A square on a piece of paper. Invites 
two people to pay that person oh, okay. $500 each. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's how they was sold yeah. to me as a block investment. It just right. keeps yeah. building from there. Right. Those, those are the, the cash uh, ones, right? Wait, wait. These illegal uh, ones? The or these, oh, are, these are illegal ones. Yeah. We used to meet. Yeah. 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 Right? There's a new it's one. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's all about the exit. It's all about the exit, yeah. So there's 16 people on the bottom who all threw in $500 that went to the top person who exited. Right. Yeah, and then the next. Yeah. So once that top person exits, it splits into two separate uh -huh. pyramids, yeah. and then it keeps going, yeah. and just keeps splitting. And they had yeah. the meetings in and banquet in halls, in banquet halls, restaurants. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No okay. Oh yeah. I, I heard it was. But uh, nobody talked about what was going on. Yeah. No money exchanged hands. Mm. It was just you meet people who you're going to yeah. fund. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then you do it off-site. Oh, yeah. wow. That's how it was done. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I find that that specific concept is in a lot. It's in every generation. Our generation is called Loom, mm -hmm. where Never it's a Loom it. investment. You EMT, so you don't give anybody oh, an cash, but yeah. EMT a one email. And what? then by the time you reach to the top, it's called a happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, it was like all and over And then they Facebook. give you all the money. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. It's all over Facebook. It was all over Facebook. I've never seen any of this stuff. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's really so fast. it's still around. It disappears. Yeah. And, and they just change it to some is other Loom, word. like the name of the company? There's no company. Their source material was something that was made off of paint. Is it the same group? The, the same group that does it, it over could be. and over? It or? could be. It's like different versions oh. evolved and yeah. then they would just put another name but on it. But same so exact like, thing. So it's like gambling then? Yes. Is it, is it yeah. more, would it, would it be sold as a business and as an investment or like a gamble or game? No, it's like, it's really like a Ponzi. Like, yeah, uh, it's a so game. It's like a group. Group. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Sell it. They sell it like a game, right? Yeah, yeah give yeah. me 500, I'll turn it to 1500. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's it. That that's sounds exactly what I was approached with. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're like, I'll give I've you heard a banker tell me that. <laughs> yes. You know what? You know what? It's okay if the government or the banks do it, but of course, nobody yeah. else can do that. <laughs> because I don't know if you're aware, but our banking system is a massive Ponzi scheme. So um, we can't get into that. But, uh, yeah. We don't want to get into that. No, I might get I might get followed. All right, cheers, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, cheers. this bottle so, of uh, Roja. Yes. Uh, I'm going to follow up with the Zinfandel after. If we oh, my goodness. I, might, I got to drive home. <laughs> You've done worse things than that. <laughs> Can't argue with that one. Can't argue with that one. So. Uh, all right. Okay. So you also dipped your hand, I heard, in DJing. Oh, God. Mm. Yes. What's that about? Like, I thought that are was you... a joke. No, it's not a joke. One no. time he left after a presentation. He left with his hat on backwards, had his jeans on. <laughs> like, I'm off to my other, my uh, my other career. I'm like, what's your other career? Like, I'm a DJ. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get into that? So that was back in uh, high school. I uh -huh. started to uh, help out with uh, these DJ companies that would do school dances, mm -hmm. uh -huh. and I got very interested in, in actually DJing. So I started doing it late '70s, uh, working nightclubs. And I still do it to this day. What's your specialty? Is you scratch these days? No, actually, scratching is kind of out now. It's oh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, nobody's seventies. It was all about disco. Then eighties, yeah. it became like a, it all morphed into different styles. Yeah. But um, uh, I still do it to this day. Today, um, the biggest the biggest genre of music today is is uh, reggaeton. Yes, mm. reggaeton oh, is huge. Do I beatbox? Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. done it. Yeah. I've heard lots of great people do it. No, I know you. Just for the um, I can't. I can't do. I can't beatbox reggaeton though. What's reggaeton? I it's, not, it's a genre. It's like reggae. Yeah. Reggae? How do you? How do you? It's Latin reggae, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just John, give us a beat. No, that's not it. Though. I swear, man. It? If John wasn't on detox and he wasn't drinking OPC right he would now, be, he would be yeah. Yeah. I've heard you do it. I think okay. I've heard you do it at, at one of the uh, training sessions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I was drunk then too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cats kidding. Cats and boots. Whenever John is beatboxing, that's when we don't have our shit together. John, get out here and distract everybody. Distract. Okay. <laughs> She's turning it on right now. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm still doing it. I worked last Saturday night. Nice. I work at a club in Oakville called Dirty Martini. Oh, I heard it. 
And uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's What's a lot of fun. What's your DJ name? Uh, like, uh, Just DJ Bruno. DJ oh, Bruno. That's, that's it. Cool. Nice, clean, sleek. You see, Bruno yeah. has a name that could pass for a DJ. That's <laughs> it. There you like go. A website yeah. or an Instagram. Like no, I have an Instagram. 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 Yeah. You know, DJ John. <laughs> DJ Andrew. DJ Andrew. Turns out everybody's moving to another club. DJ Bruno. Or John John. John John would work. That would be good. Bruno drops the fat bass. Bruno. Bruno. DJ Bruno. What's the next party? Next Saturday? Every Saturday. I'm in. Oh, Every right. Saturday. Oh, yeah. We gotta, we gotta oh. check it out. Yeah. We gotta do some Prospecting quality, yeah, we gotta do some quality <laughs> control. And then, and then, um, and then, you know, see if we can get DJ Bruno a DJ at one of the Canadian regionals or something. Oh, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Table up top. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I can, I can beat mix the basic five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. Oh my gosh. We're getting a little tipsy here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Now's the real question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, that's just the first bottle. Yeah. But like, uh, how were you introduced to MA in the first place? Mm. Like, what's the start <clears throat> of this whole journey for you? We live in a beautiful little cul-de-sac in... Uh, Bolton, Ontario. Mm -hmm. uh, that's northwest of Woodbridge. Mm -hmm. As far away from Italians as we can get. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, we live across the street from a lovely couple who you all know, Giorgio and Mary Simonetta. Oh. Mm -hmm. And we've been friends with them for about 20 years, mm -hmm. neighbors and friends. They have affiliations with the mafia too. Uh, I, well, Giorgio's father owns a restaurant. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You know. 100%. There you go. Sorry, Giorgio. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so they they uh, they became unfranchised owners about three months, almost four months before us, mm. and uh, it was very accidental. We were over there during so Christmas time. No, it wasn't a t-shirt. It was, it was during Christmas time. And Mary, we're just there for drinks, right? Yeah. We do a little gift exchange. Mm -hmm. And Mary had this gold deck of playing cards on the table. Yeah. And I opened them up and, and all the cards were like gold. And, and I read the pack and they're actually gold leaf, real gold leaf cards. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, these are great looking cards. Where did you get these? And she said, oh, I, I bought them on my mall. Mm. Your mall? Yeah, I have an online shopping mall. Giorgio and I just started an online shopping mall. So I had to leave, but I thought, okay, Mary, we got to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, online shopping mall? That's interesting. I got, I got to know more, okay? Yeah. So after, uh, I think about a week after, I went back to their house. Because during the week, we talked about it a bit. And she said, you have to speak to one of our partners. Her name's Jennifer, Jennifer Chan. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's going to be coming by next week. And I think it was on a Monday night. I went over again with Jennifer there. Mm. Met Jennifer. And she presented the business plan to me with the flip chart. Mm. Oh. And when she got to the page after the, uh, oh. the pay scale mm -hmm. with the different levels of, of uh, business volume. Right. You mean the like 12, 12, 24? Yes. 12, 24, I was, that was it. I was on the floor. That's it. No I'm kidding. in. I'm in. Wow. Yeah. Were you still Wait, okay. So you actually, no. you, so you didn't think like multi-level marketing. You didn't think, you know, peer you know, or... I think a former Amway person yeah. is a good person awesome. to approach because mm. they can discern the differences, mm. yeah. Yeah. The, the great differences right, between right, right, right. their, their plan and ours. I'm, okay. I'm going to make, I'm gonna make a, a, an addition to that. I think, a, form, a former Amway person that actually tried building. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There's so yeah. many that oh, just yeah. joined and don't even know the plan. No, I worked yeah. my butt off at yeah. it. So I, uh, oh, I forgot we could swear. Yeah. I worked my ass off. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> you offended. <laughs> Look at it. We almost, we almost had a wine spray over here. So it's, uh, it's okay. Okay, but, okay, so. Um, How about before that yeah. like 
being uh, told to you that you're gonna be meeting one of her business partners, did you think it was gonna be one multi-level marketing no, company? Right no, no, it made total sense to me because I could see that the business volume is shared 100% all yeah. the way through. Mm-hmm. And that to me is true teamwork. Mm-hmm. I, I think what John Jordan right? meant was like, uh, before, before going you to saw the, the plane, like when she invited oh, you over. Yeah. No, I, was, I have a very open mind. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I also very think like mind. Mary and Georgia, like even though they were three months in, they carried themselves very well. Really, really well. Like, yeah. like it's they're, they're they're pitching it as a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? yes. Not as a, hey, can you do me a favor? Take a look at this. And, mm. um, it's just pretty like straightforward yes. too. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just natural, right? Mm-hmm. So I, it was just myself. Yeah. So picture just myself with Jennifer and Mary and Giorgio, mm-hmm. and I said to Jennifer, okay, I I definitely have to register myself here. But let me go talk to my wife, and we'll set something up. Yeah for registration time okay so i went home you're still with the bank though oh yeah oh yeah yeah uh this was two years and about five months ago Mm. so uh i went home got into a huge fight with my wife (laughs) (laughs) we're not doing this it's one of those things i'm gonna be allergic to all the products i'm very particular about this i'm very particular about that blah 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 so not to get too deep into it but yeah it was pretty heated debate we got into (laughs) And the way I laid it out for, for Lori, sorry, Lori, is uh, I'm going to do this whether you want to help me with it or not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you can, you can get on board and we can do this together, maybe have some fun. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been raising kids for over 20 years now and we've been sailing along life in parallel. Mm-hmm. Now we can do something together. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Oh, that's- Right? Awesome. What's wrong with that? Yeah. That's how I, you know, yeah. I gave her the old guilt trip, right? <laughs> so uh, That's a pro tip right yeah. there. you go, yes. Yeah. You know, because truly, when you're raising kids, you are two entities living in parallel. Yeah. You really are. Because your lives are not your own anymore. They yeah. belong to your children. Heck, our lives belong to pu- our puppy. There you go. Started. There you go. And I get that because we just got one. So, yeah. so then me, here's an opportunity. And I, I told Lori, here's an opportunity for us to do something together. Yeah. Maybe have some together. fun. That is awesome. Reacquaint ourselves with each other, you know. Um, and th- she just could not say no to that. Oh, right? So, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. so we registered uh, the week after and have had a great time with it since. What was like the biggest no that you got? <clears throat> the biggest and most surprising and most disappointing that still makes me angry to this day is my brother. Mm. My brother is, he's going to be 50. Actually, no, he's already 50. He's going to be 51 this year. Mm. And he's a single guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't worked a full-time job in several years. Mind you, he's okay financially because he bought a couple of rental properties and he's doing okay. You helped him get efficient on his taxes too, right? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And, but here's a guy who has a really great network of people Mm. who I'm going to try and get in front of without him. Mm. But he, he came to two UBPs and just refuses to understand how this is any different uh, Mm. than anything else out there. Yeah. Uh, some people you get you get that really close-minded person yeah. mm-hmm. who just it's not a matter of understanding it's just not wanting yeah. to no, understand. It's, it's like it was already closed off before he even got to yeah. the VP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's my most disappointing. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. 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 I can relate to that. My sister too. Oh, there yeah. you go. See, yeah. and I find that your families and your your closest friends can be the hardest. The hardest to. To get support from. Yeah. Uh-huh. I really you want it the most for them because yeah. you know. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, and so I have a great example. Mm-hmm. Former neighbor of ours who owns a pizza place in Little Italy downtown. Okay. Doesn't get more Italian than It's, that. oh yeah. <laughs> this place has been around for 70 years. Good it's pizza? Amazing. And okay, Panzerati. Yeah. It's called Bitondos. Mm-hmm. Bitondos. It's on uh, Clinton Avenue, right near college. Jeez. College in Clinton. And he and his wife were our neighbors for a number of years. They moved away further north of us. But his wife, Paula, did not want to become an unfranchised owner, but she, she also didn't want to become a shopper either. And mm-hmm. she shops online all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know what her line was to us? Mm-hmm. What was it? So if I shop on your website, do you benefit from it? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Well, no, I can't. Tell oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! I just looked up the pizza, and I'm like thinking to go there, but after what you just said, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, but now. Nah, but here you not, go, right? Not worth it. So is she gonna benefit from it if we yeah, go there? Yeah, there you go. That, that's oh, the thing. Yeah. We we support your restaurant. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I really You're want to try this pizza, but yeah. I can't go because it'll end up supporting her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like think of think of the insanity <laughs> of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you go to their restaurant to support them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a business. You're not going to support me? Yeah. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense That's whatsoever. That's something you're already doing. Right? Yeah. You're just shop- Was there another context that she could have meant that in? Or I, I, I can't, I can't think of any. Why? No. She, yeah. she asked me direct. Will you benefit? I said yes. Well, no, no. I, I can't do that. Oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> Wow. That's yeah. so weird. And you go to her house. People yeah. will want you to benefit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought well, this was Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually close friends and family, they don't like to buy off their friends and family because they think that they're going to benefit. <clears throat> it's just, But they never say it. That's right. But you, your, 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 your ex-friend or yeah. friend yeah. is no, saying No, we're still it. friends yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. I beg to differ. I think close friends and family wants to buy off their, their you know their friends because they know it's supporting them like, mm. I don't know like I, I that's would, the way it should work yeah. but I remember two years ago at uh, my I think it was my second conference I think it was Greensboro two years ago or maybe it was last summer where JR talked about this very topic yeah. he even said your worst and I think he used the word enemies <laughs> will be your friends and your family yeah. mm. because they don't want to do it and they don't want you to do it either mm-hmm. because yeah. they're so sucked into their miserable lifestyle they yeah. want to take you down with them yeah. and that way they can say see i told you it doesn't yeah. work yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the other perspective yeah. of that is that they have the preconceived notions mm-hmm. and you know let's be honest the the, the, the real unfair thing about our, our our business is that it takes a long time to understand everything yes about it, right mm-hmm. yes so because they haven't taken the time to understand it they want to save <clears> you <throat> and help you they think you're doing you a favor right mm-hmm. so that's another way to put yeah. it, you know, like... A, a, but friends, are, friends and family are yeah. actually the best customers. Because yeah. if you do get one or two of them on the phone, yes. they love yes. it. Yes, yes, It's no, easier no. on you as a family member. Anyway. It's easier yeah. on oh, yeah. sales. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Lori's parents, for example, they, they buy hundreds of dollars worth of isotonics every month. So they... Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. yeah. You're right about that. Like, this is a business like any other, folks. It's not... There's nothing funny about this business. There's nothing cheesy or quirky or this is a real business yeah. and we need to treat it as such yeah mm-hmm. uh, you've Can't been wait. you've been to convention before right this will be my third greensboro third greensboro nice yeah. How, tell us a little bit about your first ever experience mm. like <clears throat> straight from toronto to greensboro how was it like did you go on a bus did you go on we a went bus? we did the bus yeah. it took me a lot of convincing to get Lori on a bus for 16 hours yeah. <laughs> was it easy for you to say I, yes to convention like i said i'm an open guy i'm an easy yeah. person to work with what so. route do you guys take 16 hours yeah 16 hours yeah. well yeah. don't forget that can that includes all the stopping stop, yeah. and mm-hmm. lunches and stuff okay, so yeah you know lunch dinner yeah. So, um, why do you guys have a faster route? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I think I think that's it. We do lunch we dinner on the bus. Yeah. Oh. Like we, we buy fast food, do it on the bus. And you just yeah. bring it on the bus right yeah. away. No, yeah, we give just... ourselves an hour break mm-hmm. and then we stretch your legs yeah. a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Lori was not a fan of the bus. The bus. But I tell you. She did it again last year. Yeah, because uh, the best part of the film. Oh, it, it is the best part. It is the most fun. Now, this year, she, she can't do the bus, and she has a reason, because one of our team members mm-hmm. works with Lori, and they can't be away from the office That's from on the Wednesday time. on at the same time. Mm. So Lori's going to fly in on Friday. Mm. Rebecca, our, our team member, is going to come on the bus. Mm. Okay, so, that makes sense. So, yeah, but otherwise, she'd be there. Mm-hmm. Lori loves the bus ride. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You Fun really group. you bond really yeah. well. Uh, what do you guys usually talk about on the bus? Yeah, what is your bus like? <clears throat> well, last year I was uh, one of the social conveners of the bus ride with Jimmy. Okay. SC social convener. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, uh, it was Jimmy, myself, and On On mm. Tron, and we scheduled some of uh, some activities for the bus ride. Yeah. On was in charge of alcohol distribution. That's what we're missing. <laughs> So basically, so he would walk through the aisle with a a, a, a cooler with beer <laughs> and coolers and just what? threw Why them out. Why have you ever thought of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, what? yeah. That's yes. Amazing. Yes. All right. And Jimmy and I were... <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, this changes everything. Yeah. You go to the Walmart, right? And you pick up some That's right. We stopped at Walmart right across the border. Uh Loaded up on beer and coolers. Okay. Threw them in with some ice, and off we go. That's amazing. Yes, yes. Man, I want to take (laughs) 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 And then Jimmy and I were in charge of uh, creating some fun activities. One of the most fun ones was... And it took about three or four hours to Wait, get through it. Wait, hold on. It. You're, ta- you're saying Jimmy Woo? Yeah. In charge of fun activities? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> he can be a fun guy when he wants to. Yeah. He really can, yes. Um, one of the most interesting and fun activities we had was everybody was given a card mm-hmm. and a pen. And they had to write down four interesting things about themselves. Mm-hmm. Whether it's something you've done or something you're proud of, whatever. Something mm-hmm. that happened to you. Four interesting things about yourself. Mm-hmm. One of them has to be a lie. Uh-huh. So we had to figure out each and, and every. Yeah, yeah. Get to know yeah. everyone. It was a great. Oh my God! Some yeah. of the stuff that came out of that was hilarious. <laughs> my lie. Um, or tell us the four. And then okay, the four guess. I had, and I always use the same one. <laughs> <laughs> four I had was I played basketball with Wayne Gretzky. I went to high school with a Stanley Cup winner. I studied the Torah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And Pops now I... awfully long on that one. Yeah. Pro, pro, nothing, nothing. No. <laughs> yeah. Try to read your body language right now. And, and I've been arrested for uh, oh beating up on a car. Mm. For so what? Beating, beating up on a car. So let's, let me recap. Up, so you Played, beat up someone on a car? No, beating up on a car. Beating up on a car. Okay. What does beating up mean? Like, With a baseball bat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay, okay. okay. Arrested <laughs> and spent, spent one okay. night in jail. So... Uh, <laughs> So remember There's how you said. Remember one. how you said that's not the worst. That's not the worst thing you've ever done in your life. There you go. So hold on, let me recap them because you okay. still got to pick out the lie here. Okay. So played basketball with Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Went to high school Stanley. with a Stanley yeah, Cup winner. Studied the Torah for yeah. how many years was that? Three and a half, almost four years. Mm-hmm. Do we know what the Torah is? It's a. Is it like it's the, the Hebrew Bible. I'm a Roman Catholic, so okay. think about the fights I got into with my mom. Uh-huh. So and then uh, beat up a car with a baseball bat. Which one's the lie? Okay. I, I believe the Torah because you might be looking for inconsistencies in it. <clears throat> I don't know. You I don't also know. had details though to that one, unless that was part of it. So which one's the lie? Pause. Let's let our audience think. I'll cut it here. I'll put the Jeopardy music. Yeah, he got two hockey ones in there. Basketball with Wayne Gretzky and Stanley Cup, right? So it's got to be one of those two. I, I think, think it's one of those. One. He played hockey with Wayne Gretzky. No, mm-hmm. basketball with Wayne Gretzky. I know, but yeah. I think he instead he played hockey. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Not you basketball. think he played hockey with Wayne Gretzky? No, but here's the thing. Wayne oh. Gretzky played everything. Oh. Yes, he did. He was a very good athlete. Yeah, he, he played yeah. everything. He, played, he chose hockey late in, mm. in, 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 in his uh, career. He was a very good basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, I'm having fun with I you guys. Second one. Oh, he's breaking out the whiskey now. What is that? Is it the second one? I think it's the second one. The Stanley Cup? Yeah. But that's the highest probability though. He's Went to high purpose. school. Went to high school with the Stanley Cup. Not... Stanley Cup winner, yeah. Did you go to high school here? It's in uh, Etobicoke, Thistletown Collegiate. Oh dang, so it's like yeah. TCI? TCI. Oh my God, you know about TCI? Oh my gosh, I used to do dance workshops Oh there. my God, that's, her, that's <laughs> my high school. That's You're from Rexdale? Yes. Holy shit. Okay, we're going to get to that. We're going <laughs> to get to that, okay? Because Rexdale is the hood, okay? So okay, we're going to get to that. sense now. So hold that thought. Write down Rexdale. Okay, Rexdale. Okay, so Did we still have a figure. So you went to... Car? So, so Stanley Cup winner went to TCI? Uh, Got to figure out the lie. I'll tell you the details after. I would say the the arrested part. I would say arrested. Arrested? Okay. Because if he was he was in the uh, he was applying to the RCMP, they would have seen that and they would have said something about it. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a really good point. That'd be so good. I'll go with the, the bat as well. The baseball bat? Yeah. Okay. Baseball bat to the I car headlights? I feel like headlights? you would do it, but you wouldn't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh, probably... That's Rex there. That's Rex there. What's the third one again? Yeah, that's... Study the Torah. The Torah. Oh, Torah. That Hebrew, was true. The Hebrew Bible. Huh. It's between okay. the second one and the last one. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going after one of the hockey ones. 
Oh, interesting. Uh, right out of left field, that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just shot in the dark. Uh, I can't. Cut. Okay, okay. Um, Stanley Cup. You're going with the Stanley Cup? Yeah. You're going with... I'm going to go with the, the second one as well. I'm going the with Stanley the Cup? You're going with the arrested one, and you're going with the arrested one. Yeah. You two are correct. <laughs> oh! I have never been arrested. We didn't even ask you, why did you even pursue sure. MA? Why did you start MA? What's your why? Mm, Our children. Sure. Our children. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we, we've we uh, got two great daughters, and we've imposed upon them the importance of having a good education. I still believe to this day, good education will always be valuable Absolutely. to you. But I am trying to invoke upon the fact that they're not going to be financially uh, fit just by working a job. Yeah. Not going to happen. Mm. I said to them both, the only way out of that, outside of having your own business, is to marry a rich guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And make sure you see personal net worth statements when you start dating these guys. So that's plan so, A. Right? That's plan A. There you go. Yeah. Plan B would be you got to do something on the side, you know? Yeah. And uh, they're starting to get it because my, my oldest daughter, Cassandra. How old is she? She's 20. She's going to be 24 in October. Mm. She, um, I, I tell you, she comes six. home almost three days of the week, just can't handle this anymore. From work. Yeah. And I keep saying to her, I smile. I, Welcome to the corporate world. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to it. What happened today? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Lived there for 35 years, baby. What can I tell you? It's like You're the David and Stacey Whited story with like Colton. <clears throat> yeah. No, Dad, Col help me. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> Show me. Yeah, we got to listen to the Colton one. Mm. We did an episode with Colton. Okay. Mm -hmm. This guy grew up with... Okay, picture this, right? You're a kid. You, you, you grow up with uh, um, David and Stacy Whited mm. uh, as parents who hang out with people like Tom Holden and, uh, you know, just people with residual income. Mm -hmm. Right. Surrounded by residual Colton thought everybody's parents were like that. He thought everyone had time, you know, hung out, uh, you know, bummed around at home and, um, you know, could do what they wanted to do. And then he came out to the real world and he started working. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it's so on? weird. Yeah. Yeah. Working is time, so weird. Yeah, the first time he, um, what's that, he, he, he wanted, he asked his dad, like, that, uh, told his dad that he wanted to do the business and um, his parents told him, um, you know, I don't think you're ready for it. Mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. He was 18, it. right? Yeah. Well, he was 18 at the time. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. But we got the, that call with Colton right after this. Yes. So you guys yeah. are welcome to stay for that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so my daughter, back to Cassandra, she she got her first taste of what it was like to get to be thrown under a bus mm -hmm. by a colleague mm -hmm. at work. And I, and I said, she works at uh, Mott's Canada Dry. Mm. She's, in, she's actually moving on to the Keurig division. I noticed mm. you got a Keurig here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bought the machine because of the shopping area. There you go. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So uh, she had her first bout of being thrown under a bus by a colleague at work. Came home in tears. She didn't know how to handle it. I said, Cassandra, this won't be the last time. Mm. It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. You either choose to rise above it, or you're going to have to play along mm -hmm. and give it back to that person just the way they gave it to you. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, the people that do that, unfortunately, are the people that rise in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. Okay? Wow. The people that, I'm, I'm telling you straight, the people that rise in the corporate world, especially banking, mm -hmm. are those that step on others. You think that's changing or it's gotten worse? No, I think it's getting worse. Mm -hmm. I think it's getting worse. It's yeah. messed up. Uh, and I, you know, I was kind of in the middle. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a very nice person. Mm. And I, I found it very difficult, to, especially latter part of, of my career at BMO, found it very difficult to, to convince myself to be cruel to people. Mm. Really, really difficult. So honestly, when they, when they packaged me out, it was a godsend. Mm. I have not looked back. Right. I had a question for you. Yeah. So, uh, Let's say someone from the Gen Y like age group, right? yep. or even younger than that. If they were to uh, like a final tip, maybe, and we can wrap things up after this. Mm -hmm. uh, if they were to approach someone that was of your your stature, that stature that was still working at let's say TD Bank or something like that, how would they 
<clears throat> approach that? Like, do you think someone that's, um, that, that's of our life experience can get someone like that in front of the plant? I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. I think uh, the biggest obstacle is to get that person to respect yeah. the unfranchised owner mm -hmm. because everybody's got this, this feeling that somebody that's yeah. older and more experienced mm. is going to get more respect than yeah. a younger person. Mm. I get it. So having said that, if I was that younger person, I would approach the the prospect by getting into a conversation about have you have you come to realize yet that working a nine to five, 40 hour a week day job isn't going to make you rich? Have you figured that out yet? That's a big question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, if you ask that to any working stiff out there, mm. they won't know how to deal with it. Mm. They won't know how to, because they'll, first of all, they're going to come to the realization of, is this person making sense? Is this real? And they may have to start questioning. Yeah. Or they might, you, they might just think, oh, is this person a dick? <laughs> <laughs> they could think that That's too. That's a really yeah. straightforward, because yeah. I, yeah. I can name so many people that I want to ask that too. Yeah. But I think it's one of those questions that cause it's going to hit them straight yeah. between the eyeballs because right, they right. won't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, creating a nice buzz in this room. <laughs> <laughs> the wine, I mean, yes. yes the wine. Yeah. Although I hear we're getting into uh, a specific type of oil oh, yes. soon. Is that correct? Uh, um, we'll find out later. Uh, oh, okay. Not said. Not said. All right. Um, but I think to close things off, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Sure. Last, uh, the, the first one is... Uh, why do you think convention is important? Like, let's say someone's on the fence right now of going to convention or even to Miami. Mm. Uh, what would you say to that person that's on the fence? Conventions are extremely important because, and seminars and product training because, and I, and I say speak to this from my banking experience, okay? The banking world is all about seminars, team building, conventions. Mm. Why? Because it's, it's their way of selling you the smokescreen of team, mm. even though when you go back to work, there's nothing, to, there's no team going on because people are not helping you to succeed. Mm -hmm. But they sell this smokescreen about being a team, being BMO, bleeding blue, all that sort of thing. Mm. Whereas in our world, where it only works if you're a team, our, our plan does not, our system does not work if you're not a team player, it's that much more impactful. To go to a convention mm. or a general product training or a seminar Very well put. because you bond with the company mm. and you're bonding with the leaders of the company you're bonding with the uh, platform that they're giving us which mm. is incredible and you're bonding with your fellow team members right. mm -hmm. all in one weekend mm -hmm. how can you say no to that yeah. and not and on top of all that you're getting educated as to what's happening what's coming from the company what's changing new products etc that's really good. Mm -hmm. I love the team aspect. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. That's really good. Our, our system doesn't work without, without being a team. You can't, Absolutely. if you're a loner, you're not going to make it in Market America. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I'll turn to that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one other question before we wrap up. Sure. Uh, with, the, with our uh, general questions that we usually ask mm -hmm. yeah. uh, is usually, you probably like, Managed a team, right? At at, uh, at the bank. Yes, I did. Um, people usually sometimes they quit on you. Mm. Yep. Right, and I just wanted to see. I was talking to these guys before. Uh, does it feel the same when someone quits on you in MA versus quitting on you in in, in the banking industry? Wow, that's a great question. Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. So quitting on on on. Uh, hmm. Okay, so I used to have uh, the largest team I had was twelve people, mm. and. In banking. banking. In BMO, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would, yeah, 12 people at Market America would be good too. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, 12 personally sponsored. Mm -hmm. But um, at, in the banking world, uh, I've had a few people leave us, mm -hmm. yeah. And in that, in that scenario, you take it personal. Mm -hmm. You think you've done something oh, in the banking industry. that's pushed them away. Mm -hmm. Okay? Right. Uh, so you do take it personal. It, it kind of hurts. Mm -hmm. Because you think, oh my God, did I was I a bad leader? 
Did I uh, do something to offend this person? Mm. Or is it just about money and they're, and they're going somewhere to get more money? I mean, that's mm -hmm. sometimes it's that simple, right? Mm -hmm. They're just going to get more money. And that's fine. Mm. But initially, you take it personal. In Market America, I don't take it personal at all. I'll tell you why. If anybody leaves Market America, given the system that we have here, given the platform that we're provided with mm. between Market America and Shop.com, mm. if you leave... You really didn't get it in the first place. That's true. Mm -hmm. Because if you truly understood how powerful this is, you would not want to leave. That's true. You'd want to, you know, run through doors, walls mm. to get this system, to get your team built. Mm. Okay? So I don't take it personal at all. I, I feel bad for the person. Mm. And it's happened to Lori and I. We've had a couple of people leave. But in both cases, they simply did not get it. Either that or they were doing nothing to build it anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to force them. You can't. One thing I, I always believe, you cannot force mm. people to be successful. Doesn't that sound stupid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to force you to be successful, please. <laughs> but you can't. You yeah. can't do it. They have to want to. Yeah. What's your, what's your biggest not to do in the business? If you were to give a, uh, a quick tip. Uh, don't, well, this is one that, uh, that Jimmy teaches and I firm believer of it. Don't give away sponsorship. Mm. Mm. And I've seen it happen even recently, uh, where somebody, uh, just to get their, their business growing, uh, not organically mm. has given away a sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's so dangerous because if that person you gave it to decides they want to leave, then you've wasted a sp potentially a, a sponsorship right. mm -hmm. that you could have worked closely with mm -hmm. and built. Mm -hmm. So that would be that would be one of my biggest. Mm. Yeah. Well, technically, you can still work with them closely. You just can't throw ball. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yes, exactly. And last question, just to end off our talk shop episode, is what's your definition of success? My definition of, of success is being ultimately happy with everything you've accomplished in life and everything you're doing in life mm -hmm. and being happy with how you're providing for yourself, your, your partner and your family. Mm, cool. That's beautiful. Yeah. Bruno. So there's no number to that. Yeah. It's just a matter of happiness. Happiness. Yeah. Bruno, thank you so thank much. Thank you all. That was terrific. Great wine. Great thank company. Yeah. Great discussion. Thank we you. Gotta, we're going to have you back here again when you get to supervising coordinator. Absolutely. And again with a director. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Thank you, Bruno, for your time. Thank you. Thank you all. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of another UFO who would kill it, if they listen to this podcast, please pass them on to us. It is Talk Shop's cause to help as many business owners as possible reach success within our platform. So please, if you like what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave us a five-star review and share this with your team. We'll be forever grateful. And just remember to never ever stop and to keep listening to Talk Shop. See you next time.